Good morning, brothers and sisters. God bless you. This is Brother Leonard. Take a deep breath. Man, you know that God still has a purpose for your life. And every day we do this, we don't take it for granted. But it's important just to give thanks to the Lord because there are a lot of people that can't give thanks. They would like to, but they can't. I imagine there are a lot of people burning in hell right now that wish they could give thanks to the Lord. Uh, unfortunately, they made their decision when they were on the earth. But anyway, don't forget, anytime you get up in the morning, give the Lord thanks. Tell him thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, thank you for my family. Thank you for my relatives. Thank you for my job. Thank you for the people that I see every day, the paths that I cross every single day. God, you've been so good. Thank you so much. And that's important to give thanks to the Lord. You know, he said, in all things, give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. So always be grateful and be thankful. And so I want to talk to you today about something that's important. First of all, I feel like everything we talk about is important. But I think it's appropriate for today, especially with all the different things that's going on around us. And we're going back to school. Uh, so uh, kids are going back to school all over, uh, all over the United States. And parents are very apprehensive in light of the recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. And all of the things that's been going on for the last few years, it's a lot to be concerned about. Uh, we still have the BA5 variant of COVID that's still out there, uh, COVID-19 concerns. Now there's a new concern, monkeypox. Yeah. And so it seems like when one thing is almost done, something else pops up. But I have a feeling that uh, the COVID-19 thing is not done yet. I think it's a, uh, it's a plague that, that was poured on the earth, uh, hopefully one day it will become like the flu and all you have to do is get a get one shot a year and then you're done so we don't know how that's going to work out but it's a lot to think about and so every day you go out you see these you think about these things because you hear them on the news and then not to mention the high gas prices even though they're coming down some and then you think about uh the inflation and all the negative things that are going on in the world, the wars, the rumors of wars, all these different things. Yes, it's a time to be concerned, but it's more than that. It's a time to pray. But today, brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you simply about a thought. Fear not. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for what you're going to do. God, give me exactly what to say to you people. Bless those who are listening right now, those who don't know you, that they'll come to know you as their Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, have your way. Touch ears, open ears right now. Word my mouth to say only what you want me to say. And Father, I give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, you would notice that every time in the Bible, especially when an angel would show up and, and would uh, give a message with, to somebody, the first thing they would say, uh, the angel would say is, fear not. You know, and then you would notice that sometimes when Jesus uh, surprised the disciples, especially that one time when he walked on the water, they thought they had seen a ghost. 
first thing out of his mouth was fear not. And so he always told them to fear not. There's a reason for that. And I'm going to tell you today, in spite of all the things that are going on, right, look to the Lord and fear not. You know, the Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And we understand that the devil operates in fear. He wants us to be afraid. He wants us to be very afraid. And that way, if we are afraid, then our faith won't work. We always talk about, you know, uh, we would like to do things for God and, and, and different things like that. But do you understand that if you're going to do something for God, the first thing you're going to have to overcome is fear. No one said that you wouldn't be fearful, but you just have to overcome that fear because God didn't give it to you. You take authority over it knowing that God did not give you a spirit of fear. He didn't do it. And so if you look in the Bible, all throughout the Bible, I know you remember Moses. And when God told him that he needed him to go to Egypt and confront Pharaoh, Moses was afraid. And then Moses said, well, you know, my speech is not good. Who am I that I would confront Pharaoh? But they failed to understand that they're only going there as a mouthpiece. It's God that's going to do the work. You know, so they had he had to overcome fear. And so Moses, as he's journeying with the people of Israel, they they come to the Red Sea. They're walled in. There's nowhere for them to go. And the people are fearful. But Moses, he tells the people, stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Basically, don't be afraid. I know Pharaoh is pursuing you, but don't be afraid. And Moses, he stood in front of the Red Sea and he stretched forth his rod. And the Spirit of God caused the wind to blow on that um, on that part of the water and parted the Red Sea and the people went forth on dry ground because Moses was not fearful there were many in the Bible that had to overcome fear look at Joshua Joshua went out as part of the 12 spies to spy the land and when he came back he had a good report with Caleb they said that you know the people are like giants but Joshua he didn't say that. He said, we're well able to take the land. And so Joshua, he overcame fear. Do you remember David when he faced Goliath? David overcame fear and he worked in faith. David wasn't scared. David went out knowing that God was with him. And that's what we have to do. Knowing that God is with us and that God is protecting us. Satan's number one weapon is fear. He wants to use fear against you. See? See how many people died of COVID? over a million people see and then when you cough the first thing that comes to your mind is that oh my god it's COVID and he wants you to be fearful he wants you to be afraid he wants you to be concerned but you know you have to overcome that fear I remember uh, you know uh, it's a nice story this is one when I had gotten saved I had been saved very long I was a brand new Christian and I was uh, the first sergeant's driver in Germany. I was in the Army, of course, and I was the first sergeant's driver in the Army. And so, um, of course, we got to our tent, set up our tent, and the first sergeant forgot his blood pressure pills. And he began to panic because it was a shaving bag that had all of his medications and, and especially the blood pressure he was concerned about. And um, I knew 
I knew he was afraid, he was concerned because his blood pressure got really high without the medication. And so the Lord told me to tell him that he was controlling his blood pressure. Now, I need y'all to listen to this. Yes, I, I, I was scared as a baby Christian. And I'm first of all, I'm making sure that, uh, Lord, am I hearing you? You know, because I'm thinking to myself that what if it's just me? What if I just want to say that to him? But anyway, I had to overcome my fear. And I told the first sergeant that Jesus was controlling his high blood pressure. And so the aid, the medics that were in the tent that were checking his blood pressure, they laughed. Oh, my God. They thought it was funny. They thought it was something funny. But guess what happened? The whole time that he was there that he didn't have his medication, God controlled his blood pressure. His blood pressure would read 120 over 80, and he was shocked. Like, it, it was so profound that he didn't need his medication. When he got back, they decided to send him to Frankfurt for a series of tests because they couldn't understand why is his blood pressure not high anymore. And so that was, uh, that was something crazy. Now, I never expected that. Jesus healed him. And as far as I'm concerned, I didn't have much to do with that except I just told him what God said. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? He was, uh, he was healed from high blood pressure. And see, what Satan does, he tries to get you into fear. If God tells you to do something, he'll tell you that, first of all, you didn't hear God. That's not God. You're making that up. Or he'll say something like that. Many of you have been held back because of fear, because you're, you're concerned. You think it won't work. You know, maybe God asked you to pray for somebody, and you just basically said, nah, you know, because that wasn't God, or you were concerned. Maybe it was a person in a wheelchair, and you were concerned that, yep, the person wasn't going to get out of the wheelchair, and it was going to make you look bad. See, that's what I'm saying. The devil always, his, his, his mode, his operation is fear. They said that his MO, his modus operandi, is fear. That's what he does. He operates in fear. He tries to get you in fear so that you won't walk in faith. And so if God is telling you to do something, brothers and sisters, man, take heed to that because he wants you to grow in him and he wants you to learn how to obey him. Yes, sometimes we do. We get we get fearful. But at that point, we have to recognize that God didn't give us that spirit. God, he wasn't responsible for giving us a spirit of fear. But God gave us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And so that's what's important, is that we remember. The Bible says in Isaiah 41 and 10, he says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. So God goes on to say, you know, don't be fearful. Because I didn't make you that way. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. You know, the devil will point to all the things that you don't have in your life. And maybe right now you're going through financial difficulties. Or you're going through medical difficulties. Maybe you have a sickness and the devil is telling you you're going to die. You know, voices are telling you that you're not going to live. But you know what? Fear not. Be not afraid because God is with you. 
And if God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. And so I encourage you today to meditate that scripture that God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And God knows exactly what he's doing. He knows. He knows. You know, he knows exactly what you're going through. He's with you every step of the way. Take this promise, for instance. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, think about that for a minute. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even until the end of the world. When you leave this earth, brothers and sisters, the Lord will still be with you. For to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So God is still there. He's not going to leave you. He's not going anywhere. He promised that he's going to always be with us. So, yeah, we may face difficult times and have periods of fear, you know, but we just have to overcome that fear with faith, believing that God will take care of everything that he said he would. Listen, God is faithful. Now, here's my question to you, though. If you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, then, yes, you are going to be fearful, but you don't have anybody to go to. I mean, you can try to overcome your fear and say, you know, oh, I'll, I'll just overcome this fear. I'll do it myself. No, uh, you, you're no match for the devil. He will absolutely obliterate you. You can't fight spiritual beings in this flesh. In fact, even the saints of God um, don't fight spirits in this flesh. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So I'm telling you right now, brothers and sisters, that you cannot beat the devil, especially if you don't know God, there's nothing that you can do with the devil. He will absolutely beat you. You know, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I watch, I used to watch movies like The Exorcist and the priests, they would go up and, and try to confront the devil in the person <laughs> and they would have their uh holy water and their cross and bible and they would go up and and say some weird words or whatever they said and the devil would just almost laugh at them or throw the person around against the wall and and the priest would get scared and you know some cases they ran out other cases they were thrown out uh, and it made it just made them look weak that's not god when, when the men of God and the women of God confront devils and demons in the name of Jesus, those demons don't take authority. The spirit, the, the man of God and the woman of God takes authority. And that fear leaves. And see, Hollywood tries to paint it where you need to be afraid of the devil. You need to be afraid. But you know what? With God being for you, who can be against you? Including spiritual beings. So that's the beauty of knowing the Lord is that also he's got our backs he's with us always and so if you don't know the lord as your lord and savior here's an opportunity for you the bible says the day you hear my voice harden not your heart well today is that day and so if you want to accept jesus as your lord and savior say this prayer with me say lord jesus i'm a sinner and i recognize that i need to be saved you said in your word that if I would confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'll be saved. Lord Jesus, 
You said that confession is made with the mouth, Lord, and that I can believe in my heart. Father, save me. Come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that you died for my sins, and I believe that God raised you from the dead. And right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You just have to believe what you prayed, you know, and the Bible says that you're saved. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so get in a good Bible-believing church. Get you a good Bible and know that God is with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. Well, brothers and sisters, just wanted to give you a short word of encouragement and uh, be encouraged the rest of this day. God bless you and God keep you. Amen.